Hey guys, you are listening to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. I am Jamie and I'm your host and I'm so glad that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We bring you new shows every Wednesday and Fridays and an amazing guest always joins me to chat about the big things in life, the little things in life and everything in between. Subscribe today to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. I don't know how to start this episode of the happy hour. Hey guys, and welcome to the happy hour. My name is Jamie Ivy, and I am your host. And the happy hour is a show that I put out every single week with me and a girlfriend. And we just chat about life, what's going on, big stuff, little stuff. Um, it is a super fun podcast and I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time to listen though, I'm going to let you know today is a little bit different. Because normally the happy hour is me and a girlfriend, but today the happy hour is myself and my husband, Aaron. Mm. Hi. Hi. Welcome to my show. Thanks. Are you, are you nervous? I'm so nervous. Why? I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm nervous because like normally you're only talking to women in you this situation. You seem nervous. I'm more nervous right now than I would be standing in front of 10,000 people with a guitar in my hand. Wow. The happy hour does that to you, huh? I guess so. Well, it's fun because we just put our kids to bed, and right now we're sitting in our backyard getting eaten alive by mosquitoes, yeah. but it's the only place we can go without the kids. You, just hear, there's, you can hear birds <laughs> in a minute. I kid you not, if, if we go through this entire show and we don't hear the ice cream truck, it'll be like the first time ever. Hello! <laughs> That's what it sounds like. We live in a neighborhood that the ice cream truck comes by up until at least 1130 every night. And let's be honest, there's only one <laughs> thing you would buy off of an ice cream truck on East Side Austin at 11 o'clock. We've never visited the ice cream truck, but it comes by every night. Meth truck. <laughs> we don't know about that, <laughs> but it does come by truck. every night. Um, Aaron, I'm so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's such a like well, professional live intro. Here, so. Yeah, you live here. So okay, this is a fun this is a fun episode. Okay, let me tell you why. Two reasons this is super fun. Number one, today's my birthday. It's your birthday. So that's super fun. Happy birthday. Thanks. Today I'm 37, which makes me officially older than you. Don't you remember um, hearing about people who were like getting close to 40 and thinking that they were like so old? Really old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you remember when one of our friends had like a over the hill 40th birthday party and it oh, just seemed like, oh my God, he's almost yeah. dead. Yeah. Black balloons, white uh -huh. balloons. And now today I'm 37, which doesn't, means I'm closer to seem, 40. And 35, right? Yeah. Or am I halfway? Well, no, I'm closer I, to 35. Whatever. It seems closer to 40. Yeah. But you know what? 30s are awesome. Mm -hmm. 40s are going to be even better. And you look amazing. Well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, because I'm sitting across from you I in know, our backyard. Thanks. So today's my birthday. That's a super fun reason for this podcast yep. episode. But another super, super exciting thing. Today's May 6th. On May 9th is officially... The Happy Hour podcast birthday. Mm. One year birthday. We should sing something. To the podcast? Yeah. To the happy hour? You start. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you remember when I wanted to start a podcast? Mm. I remember when you wanted to start a garden. Oh, gosh. We're not going to talk about that. We are. Oh, how the tables have been turned. Now I'm interviewing you. <laughs> do you remember the one time you asked if you could have a garden in our backyard? Uh-huh. 
You said no. No, I didn't say no. I would never say like, no, Jamie, you can't. I would never squash your dreams. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. For gardens, you would. I would never try to put like a thumb, even if it was a green one, on Okay, what happened? (laughs) And I was like, that sounds like a lot of money. That would probably cost a lot of money to build a garden in our backyard. And we haven't had a track record of having green things flourish in our yard Mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. So remember I said, you can, let's start with a tomato plant. Okay. And I did. Do you remember what happened to the tomato I got a tomato. You did not get a tomato. I didn't get one tomato the whole year. Baby, you went to H-E-B, you bought a tomato, and you said that it came from your plant, and it did not. Right now, I have planted in the front of the yard um, basil. And on the side of the yard, I have okra. And what else did I plant? We don't even know yet. Spaghetti squash. I hope that's not spaghetti squash, because there's nowhere to go for that to go. But do you remember how you got that garden even after we agreed we weren't going to spend money on a garden? How? You just went and did it. I just did it anyway. You literally just went to the store and said, I don't care what you think, I'm going to buy a garden. Yeah, that we shouldn't do that in our marriage class. Do whatever you want. It doesn't usually work out well. No. But, but your okra, I'm looking at it right now. It looks it's growing. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, back to the podcast. You remember when I wanted to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. I've been saying it forever. And then finally I just did it. Yeah. And the first ones... They're They've little, all been amazing. They're, well, thank I've you. listened to every single one of You're them. You're such a liar. No. How many? So this will be episode, I don't know, 38 maybe? Mm-hmm. How many have you listened to? 37. That's so dumb. Four? <laughs> five? Maybe five? I, I'm not offended. Five? <laughs> Wait, Who's you, your favorite I, guest? Who's been your favorite guest so far? Sarah Turner. Sarah Turner. No one by Sarah Turner has ever been on the show. But who's been your favorite guest no, of the no, five no. you've Seriously. listened to? Sally Silverspoon. So dumb. Do you listen to the show? I do. I have listened to all of them, actually. You have not listened no, to all of them. Don't I, lie. I, but I usually do you listen, listen to, to, them, to them on my, my morning runs. <laughs> You're so dumb. No, I've, I've listened to a lot of them. Who's been your favorite? Um, all, the one, <laughs> all the ones with you and them. Oh, that's sweet. No, I listened to the one with you and Jen Hatmaker. That's episode number two. And you with Jessica Turner. Oh, yeah. Look uh-huh. at you. Uh-huh. And you with Shauna Nyquist. Okay, now I know you're lying because <laughs> I haven't even released that one yet. You're well, so I, dumb. Okay, I heard you talking That's about... That's coming out soon. You were soon. talking to me about y'all's podcast Conversation. in the kitchen the other day. She's coming out soon. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's going to be amazing. Um, no, it's okay. It really is okay. Michelle Obama coming out this fall. Oh, that'd be fun, right? Who's the biggest name person I could possibly get on this show that you think would be awesome? Sally Silverspoon. You're so dumb. Who for real? The biggest named, like, just person? Yeah, who would be like, if you got this person on the show, be amazing? George W. Bush. Oh. Because have you told people on your podcast? I haven't. Granted, I have not listened to all of them, full disclosure. But have you told them about your I have a crush on George W. Bush. And many other old men. Mostly, I have. I'm attracted to older men, which works out well for you as you age. I'm not old. I know, but one day you will. I've be. never ridden a horse. <laughs> I don't have cowboy boots. I just and I've never think been George president w. Is of cute. the United States. Yeah, not because he's president or he was Mr. President. He's just cute. Do you remember the one That's time? That's an airplane flying over. <laughs> that you can hear, by the way. Where <laughs> it might be a, a police helicopter. We don't know. Oh. Do you remember the one time that we accidentally got a um, Christmas card? From George W. Bush and what's his wife's name? Barbara. Olivia. No, not Barbara. That's Olivia. I was thinking Olivia no. Pope, <laughs> we the mistress scandal. of the president. Uh, Laura. 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 George and Laura. Yeah. Yeah. And you freaked out. 
Well, I framed it, and it was sat in our living room for a couple of years. And then I had to tell you, hey, that's actually not from him. <laughs> and we don't, we're not really friends with them. And we never even like contributed to George W. Bush. I don't know why we. Do you were remember on his at list. Sunday we were talking to someone at church, and they said that they were friends with George W. And I was like, No, they said they were friends with um, George Bush. And I was like, W. Yeah, you got all <laughs> George flustered. W. Bush. You got, like blushed in the face. I was kind of hoping, hoping he might be like, Yeah. You and Aaron should go to dinner with George and Laura and my wife and I. Why would that ever happen? I don't know. I, I would – actually, you know that game where you play, like, if you can invite five people to dinner? Kevin Bacon. Everyone – no, because he's, he's – everyone's two people away from him, right? Five. Is that, or five is bacon – it Kevin Bacon? It's five bacon strips away from – I would invite – I think I would invite George, and I, he could bring Laura. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So that, that takes out two spots, though. How do you feel like we're doing so far? On our podcast. I feel so nervous. Yeah, my <laughs> armpits are sweating. <laughs> Seriously, my hands are clammy. I'll be interested to see if the people, the regular listeners, nobody's going to listen. Care. Nobody's going to care. They'll be like, "Go back to the old format." I'm like, bring on, bring, bring more women on. Bring Michelle Obama. Shauna Nikwish will be here soon, ladies. Don't worry. And it sounds like she was awesome. <laughs> um, for real. Okay, coming up, Shauna's on the show. Today, I actually talked to my friend Tasha Morrison, and we talked all about racial reconciliation issues. It was so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Talked to my friend Winter Pitts. She's coming on in a couple of weeks. Her and I traveled to Uganda together, and she has devotionals out for little girls. And my friend Melanie Dell is coming, and she has a book out. And she, I, we're, I'm talking to her this Friday, and I suspect, I hope I'm not wrong, she's going to be one of the funnest guests I've ever had. I thought that currently I was the most fun guest. Right behind you. Okay, why did you want to bring me on? I'm just curious. Because... Okay, I wanted to bring you on because I thought it would be interesting for people to see us together. And I asked people for questions. Wait, are we on camera right now? No. But I asked people for questions that you they did. would want to know from us. Okay. So, do you me just throw out a couple of questions and you pick which one you want to answer? I think that would be kind of fun. I thought the podcast was more just about like laughing and um, having fun and stuff. Well, we could do this. It's my birthday. You can tell them how, all the awesome things about me. Let's do that first. Okay, go for it. Wait, do you have questions? <laughs> no, it's my birthday. What do you? What's awesome about me? This is just me talking. Yeah. About how awesome you are? Uh-huh. Can you give me some sort of format? That's not like, the regular format of the show, by the way. The I want the regular not... format. Okay. I don't want to be treated like an inferior guest here just right. because I'm your husband. Aaron, what's new in your world? What are you working on these days? Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. I hear that you have a new album coming up. Tell me about it. Do you it. want to know what I'm working on? Yeah. Well, since you are a high-powered um, podcaster now, uh-huh. I've been doing a lot of laundry every day, oh. a lot of sweeping and cleaning, and um, the bathrooms, a lot of cleaning of the bathrooms. Okay, without, uh, the without ironing the sheets that you like, because remember you asked me like, please make sure you iron the sheets after you put them on. So I'm making sure the creases aren't there, mm-hmm. that it smells like mm-hmm. fresh picked daisies mm-hmm. like you like. It, a lot of that without stuff. throwing you under the bus, have you ever done a load of laundry since we've been married? Um, sorry, I think the microphone's breaking. <laughs> Is this on? <laughs> have you ever done a load of laundry since we've been married? Have I ever done a load of laundry since we've been married? Uh-huh. I'm sure that I have. Like when I was gone to Uganda for 10 days recently, did you do any laundry? I did not. Did not. Yeah. There's another airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So for real, what are you working on right now? You have a new album coming out. We have a new Austin Worship album coming out this fall. Let me start over real quick. If some of you maybe listen, you may not know who Aaron is. Obviously, so far in the conversation, you figured out, this is my husband. And Aaron and I moved to Austin six and a half years ago for you to be the worship pastor at the Austin Stone Community Church. Mm Mm-hmm. And so since we've been here, how many albums have y'all done? Four. Four. And you can find them all at AustinStoneWorship.com. Com. 
um, or on my website, jamieivy.com. But anyhow, you have a new live recording coming out. That's right. So this is happening this week. This is happening right now. This it happens week? This, yeah, for this Friday. Sorry. And how many songs are on this new album? There are 11 new songs on it. Okay. Are they all original to the stone or any they of are, them? There are two hymns, but the rest are original. And they're all written with um, me and friends of mine. Awesome. So we're working on that right now. And it's a whole team of people working on it. We're filming it as the first thing we've ever filmed. So it'll be a live filming and recording. And yeah, I'm excited about it. Which is super. When's it come out? This fall. When? Do you need an actual date? Well, I was just wondering, do y'all know? Because I asked someone else today up there and no one knew. Do y'all know when it comes out? Uh, or is that don't. something you can't tell till you get closer? Mm, yeah, not sure yet. Okay, that sounds shady. <laughs> I don't know when it's coming out. It's September. Okay, September seventh. Probably around the thirteenth. Probably that. yeah. I don't know. Okay, sometime in September. September, the new album's coming out. Well, it's not even done yet, so it's hard to say. Like that's this true. Is you haven't even recorded out, it. Because what if yeah something happens? Yeah. So I've been having this dilemma with the recording coming up soon. Is I what you've had a dilemma? Yeah, this is my dilemma. I'll share it with you real quick. How many people are going to be there? At the, the filming? Uh-huh. Uh, we've... 400? Yeah, we've, we're only giving away 400 tickets. Okay, so 400 people will be there for a live recording. And I've had this dilemma that I don't know if I've shared with you completely, but... I don't think you have. I... Of course, I'm going to be there. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Amazing. And normally on Sunday mornings, I sit on the front row, like, mm-hmm. I guess a good pastor's wife should do, whatever right. that means. Right. And... But at this recording... I am nervous to sit on the front row because this is a live recording. Right. And I'm tone deaf. Very. And so I... So you're worried that I'm it's going to come through the, the microphones is pick up. and people are going to hear... Will it pick up? Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm going to sit in the back. Well, when you come in the door, we're actually like testing everybody. <laughs> <This is dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you can, you can see. I'm going to automatically be in the back. No, but... No, you won't be able to hear your yeah. individual voice. Okay, good. The point is just to capture a bunch of people singing. It's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. super excited. I've Me been too. listening to the songs. I mean, obviously, I, here's where Aaron and I are. Aaron is a musician, obviously. I am not, obviously. And so, I don't know. We've never really done ministry together, have we? Well, we do ministry together, but we don't do music together. Okay, that's true. And, you know, when we first got married, we were in student ministry. And we did that together. Yeah, we did. We so, do all kinds of ministry together, but we don't do anything musical together. That's true. We don't do anything musical together. Someone had asked... Remember, well, we did try one time. Do you remember when we tried to write a song together? Yeah, you didn't like any of my words. Well, they all were terrible. Well, that's not necessarily true. I think that you no, just... No, it's actually like doctoral fact. It's I think true. They you... were terrible. So someone asked a question on Instagram. Oh, Lord. Misfit1983 said, what is that dynamic in doing ministry together? And how... Well, that's a different subject. But she said, what is that dynamic in doing ministry together? What's our dynamic? Mm, I mean, our dynamic. I don't think is, our ministries overlap that much, though. Or you're saying we do. What do you mean? Well, I'm saying like ministry isn't something else that we try to do it's together. Our life. It is just just our life. Okay, so how would you answer that? What's our dynamic in doing ministry together? We do everything together. Like you write everything I do, and obviously you I'm sitting at podcast. your freaking podcast, <laughs> sweating with clammy hands. No, I mean, we just, we do everything together. It's not like you have your thing and I have my thing. Yeah. Even though you don't understand my thing and I clearly don't understand what the silver microphone is in front of right. my face. But 
but we do it together. Uh-huh. We encourage each other and support each yeah. other and we root for each other. I think that's been an area that I personally, on you can address this for your own self, but I've had to grow in a lot with supporting you because I don't understand a lot of times what you do. Like, I don't understand the process of writing music. I don't understand leading. I mean, of course, I probably I probably would know a lot more compared to just the average woman walking up just because I've been married to you for 13 years. Mm-hmm. But I think I've had to just support you in ways sometimes that I don't necessarily understand. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Like, for example, if you have led, you know, all day for Easter Sunday, like, you want to hear from me that you did a great job up there. Yeah, and not ask me a thousand questions. And not talk to you, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you are on Sundays. No, I'm just an introvert, so. You're a big introvert. No, but I mean, it just, like, to me, sometimes it just seems like your job. Mm-hmm. Or you just lead, you lead worship on Sundays. But it really is more than that. And so it takes me, like, stepping out. And engaging and in engaging it. And engaging in it, yeah. And caring about it. Yeah. But for me, too. I mean, like, your podcast is is a ministry, and the things that you do with, um, human trafficking in Austin and things that you do with adoption, it's not less of a ministry just because you don't work at a ministry yeah. or you don't work at a church. Mm-hmm. So I have to engage in what you're doing because what you're doing is really important and really awesome. And it'd be easy for me just to not, not think about it or not value it. But yeah, that's why we're a good team is because you value, you try to value, you try to engage in everything I'm doing and I try to engage in everything you are doing. It's true. Constantly. And I've, then when we don't, several times you've been like, Aaron, I don't feel like you care about this. And, and vice versa. Yeah. And always I'll be like, well, that's definitely not true. So let's try to change that. I've talked openly. I think I wrote a blog one time about um, being your cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And I used the illustration of like a big like animal cage with two gerbils on a spinning thing. What are those things called? What do you think? Spinners? Um, gerbil spinners, gerbil wheel, gerbil wheel, like a Ferris wheel, <laughs> but for gerbils. I've used the illustration that both of us can get super busy doing our own thing, spinning on our own wheels. Yeah, and then we don't really think about the other person. Think about the other person because right. we're busy spinning. When really, I should be thinking like, oh, she looks so furry and warm. I just want to <laughs> snuggle up with that furry and warm. You want to get off your gerbil. wheel and come snuggle in my wheel with me? Yeah. No, but in our real reality, it takes somebody getting off of their wheel to come over and say like, "Hey, I see you," and I acknowledge what you're doing, and then that encourages the other person to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. We've had moments like that. Totally. For sure. Totally. For sure. Like the time you called me out for not listening to your podcast. <laughs> that, that was about four minutes ago. And you should. Um, Kay Witten asked on Instagram. Oh my goodness. Did how you do tell you these feel about questions? my podcast? How do I feel? Uh-huh. What do you mean? Feel? You like you like it? You think it's good? I think it's amazing. Okay, good. I think it's awesome. I think that, um, I, I've only missed a couple, but the thing a that hand I, few there, if little, just a the few. The thing that I love about them is that you are having fun with mm-hmm. people, with all these other women that are doing amazing things and are amazing people mm-hmm. in different cities and even in our city. But you're having fun, and you're talking about life and kids and all that kind of stuff, but then you're also talking about serious things, whether yeah. it's Soul Hope. I listened to that one. Oh, with Asher. With awesome. Asher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was incredible. That was a great one, yeah. So you're pointing to mm-hmm. an organization that I needs believe awareness. In, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it needs people talking about it. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. It's Dang. incredible. Okay, great. Mrs. Lula said this, how have you changed since you got married? 
which is both of us. How have That's we changed since we got married? That's lot. a big one. We've changed a lot. I wish that we could show a photograph right now. I'll put one up on the vlog. Oh, my I, Lord. I just sent a picture today to some friends, uh, girls in my supper club. We were texting back and forth, and I sent them a picture. You know which one I'm talking about, of me and you in an ice cream shop. Was it Maggie Moose? <laughs> I don't know, but so when we're we both first... eating ice cream. And oh, we my both... goodness. Yeah. We look like we got stung by bees. Yeah, I was pregnant. I was swollen. Yeah. <laughs> From Maggie Moose. <laughs> but... So, remember, it was like the first year of marriage when we, so we got married in Sugarland, Texas, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a very, very rich community. So all these rich, high people gave us lots of really good gifts, remember? Mm -hmm. And we got like ice cream machine and milkshake waffle machine, makers. waffle maker. Mm -hmm. It was all this like make stuff right. every day uh -huh. and just live in excess, uh -huh. right? So we did. Remember we made milkshakes? Every night. Every night. Every night we ate milkshakes. Every night. That's why the picture Probably that's on bed. your blog <laughs> looks like we both got stung by a thousand bees. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And then I had a thing with Maggie Moo's ice cream where I would eat a cotton candy milkshake every single day. Which that sounds so disgusting right now. That's 365 cotton candy milkshakes in the first year. They were so good. That's so gross. But have we changed a lot? Absolutely. Because when we first got married, I was a little bit larger. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> you've changed physically. Oh, was the person asking that? Probably not physically. <laughs> how have we Lula changed? Lula K was not asking how that. How have we changed? We've been married almost 14 years. How have we changed in our marriage? I say a lot. Oh my gosh, totally. I feel like the first couple of years of marriage... I don't feel like we had anything that we were, like, doing with our lives. Yeah. You know? I mean, That's true. We were finishing school. What, yeah, we got I married was finishing we were, school. Well, I, we, were, we were both still in college when we got married. I had a year left, and you had a year and a half left. Okay. Well, you don't have to be, like, you know, so specific. <laughs> Seven years for you. Okay. <laughs> Six for me. I mean, it's right. not that much better. You should, yeah. And we have bachelor going. degrees. Okay, uh -huh. go on. But then after, even after college, I don't feel like we sunk into yeah. like, what is our life about? Yeah. So when we moved to Nashville, after we got married, um, you know, I like traveled and played music and all that kind of stuff and loved it. And even though that was really good, I don't think that we had like this thing in life that yeah, we were I don't like either. passionate about, yeah. you know? Yeah. I look back and I feel like that we wasted a lot of our first years. We wasted Wasted them. maybe not, is not a good, I mean, I don't want to say that like anything we did was wasteful, but. There were a lot of days when we would just wake up and watch Ellen. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Oprah. Yeah. Because you traveled, you know, so much. You'd be gone every Thursday through Monday. Right. So then. Um, the rest of the days we the just The rest of like, the days we just hung out. When I wish we would have cared about. Anything. Something in that community or something, or something in, that, in the world. Yeah. Anything, but we didn't. Yeah. Until yeah. you went to Haiti. Yeah. And then and we that's what kind adoption. of like catapulted the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Went to Haiti when our kids were um, almost one and almost three. Yep. So went there for the first time. Yeah. So I think what's changed a lot for us is kind of like being aware of what's going on in the world. Yeah. And caring about it mm -hmm. and wanting to do something about it. Yeah. That's, that was not always the case. Yeah. I think we've changed too, like socially, like we both have tattoos. I know that's kind of like surface level but i used to wear rope belts and khaki pants everybody did though not everybody <laughs> but we've changed like socially a little bit as well and so i think that we've changed together we just helped out a lot mm -hmm. like if just one of us would have started getting tattoos all over the place the other one might not have been happy about it maybe 
Right. I don't know. When you, no, I just, whenever you said tattoos all over the place, <laughs> I thought of the guy that has, like, scales tattooed all oh, over his yeah. entire body. So no, we don't have that. No. No. Okay, another question. Candy Hansen said this, how do you prioritize date nights and how do you figure out who does the planning? That's, That's a, a good, good question. question. Where are these questions coming from? Instagram. Hmm. I know. Aren't these people great? Mm-hmm. They are great. Well, what's been really important for us for a really long time now has been a weekly date night. Yeah. Because even when we had tiny kids, we realized that it was important to just get away and just go have dinner somewhere or be away during Mother's Day out. Remember, we would drop our kids off at Mother's Day out and we would go have like lunch dates. We would go on every Tuesday to the same restaurant. Mother's. And we, I had a to-go menu in my purse, and we were we were going to go through menu. the entire menu. And we did. And yeah. that was years ago. But we started this a long, long time ago, and it was like the rule was no matter what's going on in, an, in any sort of given week, no excuse on money for babysitting or, um, you know, whether we were in town or whatever, once a week we were going to get together and have a date night away mm-hmm. from kids. Yeah. Or a date day. Yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. Even if it was just like an hour. Yeah. So we still do that. We do do that. And for me, it's all, I've always said that it's really important. It was really important for me when I had kids at home. Like all of our kids go to school every day at 730, you know, so that's great. I get, I get to do a podcast now. I get to do more stuff. But when I was home with kids all day long, I had to have a date night on the calendar that week. Mm-hmm. Like it was so important for me. Yeah. Because I yeah. was stuck with them all day. You yeah. just were there at night. And it's not like, I think most couples, their excuse for not having date nights is, well, it's too expensive Mm -hmm. and babysitting is really expensive. It is, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you're doing it right and going out to eat is Mm -hmm. very expensive. Yeah. But early on we decided like, okay, well then we're going to get creative. Like money's not going to hinder us from dating each other. Because when we were in college and we didn't have jobs, Uh we still dated each other. So why would we not date each other when we have a job yeah. but we have kids? Remember so. the baby, babysitting co-op we were in? Yep. I always tell people that that's a great option if, you're, if, if cash is an issue. We found four couples. And granted, the hardest part for us with our co-op was all of the couples we found had except like, for one of them. We had four or more kids. Mm-hmm. So they ended up being a lot of kids. But find some families in your circle that you trust, that your kids get along with. And we – so it was four couples. Right. So the first – for example, Thursday, then we would have all the kids at our house and then all the other couples would go out and they'd have free babysitting. And then every other week, someone else would have the kids. So we only had, you know, it seemed like 800 kids, but we only had the kids at our house for one week. But right. then we got three three free babysitting nights throughout yep. the month. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. And while you were talking, I just took a picture of you <laughs> with like your headphones on uh-huh. and your hand motion stuff. Because I talk with to my put hands it on a Instagram lot. Because it's, it's awesome. Okay, I have another question for you. Okay. Kristen McCall said this. She said, I'm always interested to know a husband's behind the scenes views of having part of his life on display for all. Is there anything that's off limits on the blog or podcast? Mm, yeah, there's definitely things that are off limits. And you do a really good job of being sensitive to that and always asking. I send you a lot of my posts before they get go up. I, I think you send probably like, well, any post that's like that might have serious something in it, yeah. or, uh-huh. you know, anything like theological or family mm-hmm. oriented or social oriented, you always send it and you're like, hey, what do you think about yeah, this? Yeah, for sure. 
it, on a side note, anything that might have anything theological in it that I might post, three or four people have seen it before it goes up. Right. And that's right. just because that's good. I don't want to be blasphemous or anything. But even with our kids, we guard that too because um, – okay, so I haven't told you this, but just today mm-hmm. I saw one of our babysitters at a coffee shop. Okay. Right? And quick interaction, she said, yeah, I told Story that I saw her on Instagram. And, she, and Story like kind of got weird and freaked uh-huh. out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the babysitter was like, sorry if that made it awkward or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Story didn't know that wasn't yeah. on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. So it made me think like now that our kids are getting older, people are going to have conversations with them about things that we post on social media that we might think is funny right. or stupid or right. whatever. Uh-huh. But it actually affects them. Yeah. And don't some of Caden's friends like follow you on Instagram? Yeah, that's the weirdest that's thing so ever. That's so weird. Yeah. That He's 11 in fifth grade, and I've seen some of his friends asking for a Because they quest. saw you at school, and they're like, Caden, your mom's hot. We're going to follow her. Well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I do ask the boys, and that makes me think that you're saying that, that I need to ask Story as well. I don't ask Story as much because she's seven, and I just feel like she shouldn't care. I ask the boys all the time, can I put this on Facebook and Instagram? Mm-hmm. You know who says no all the time? Deacon. Deacon. You know who doesn't give a crap and says Kaden. yes? Kaden. He doesn't give a crap about anything. You'll take like the stupidest picture video of him. Totally. And I'll be like, you should ask him. And you'll ask him be like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's true. I do that That's a good well. question though. Yeah. I, I think, yes, we, we do care for sure. And we're cautious about that. And it does seem, I get people all the time that are like, that come up to me and they're just like, I feel like I know you because of your podcast and your Instagram. And that is true, but just to let everyone know, whoever you feel like you know because of what they put out, you only know what they put out. Very true. I mean, there are so many parts of my life that I could never let anyone know about. You know, I mean, just because you're a person that's a public figure through podcasting, Instagramming, blogging, you only really know what they let you know. Right. So, there you go. Like Justin Bieber. Yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see here. We have such good questions. I just, I, I can't wait to spend the, the rest Betty of the night Bronson. in the backyard talking about I don't all these know questions. How, I don't think it's Betty. B-E-T-T-E? Maybe Beat. Bet. Bet. Bronson said, what is your favorite meal Aaron cooks for you? That's a really good question. Because I do love to cook. Aaron loves to cook. I love to cook, cook for, most of our meals. I do cook most of our meals and I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how I show people love. Favorite what's my, meal. What, what's your favorite? I don't know that I – I mean, you made some amazing stir-fry tonight. I don't know if I have a – Hey, let's stop for a second. That was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Really good. Uh-huh. I don't know that I have a favorite meal. I love when we're in our backyard, like we are now. The lights are above us. The grill is going on. I'm drinking wine. I'm usually reading a book. The kids are playing. Those are my top favorite nights ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. And I love cooking for our family because I want my kids to – I mean, you know how kids are. They're not going to remember a whole lot of things, but they're going to remember things that were, like, different or, like, stood out, you know, mm-hmm. that were not the normal routine. I don't think they're going to remember band rides to school. They're not going to remember um, sitting yeah. in PE. Uh-huh. They're not going to remember those things. But they're going to remember the few things that happened in their life that were different, that sparked some sort of, like, imagination and creativity. And that's what I think cooking is for our families, that they all come home from school, and immediately they're like, Dad, what are you going to cook? What's the appetizer course going to be? Oh, when you're out of town, they're like, hey, Mom, what's for appetizer? I'll be like, you know what? You know what? Go up, leave, Shut your leave face. me alone. Shut your face. Yeah. We're having peas. Go clean your dang Carrot ramen. sticks yeah. and some like ground but beef. But for me, I love it because it's like, you know how hard it is to get your kids to talk to you about anything. Mm-hmm. You ask them how was school and they're good, right? Yeah. 
but for me, the reason I love cooking is because everybody's in the fam- everybody's in the kitchen, and they're talking and yeah. they're asking questions and they want to help uh-huh. and every kid wants to be a part. Yeah, and it's like that one. You're only with your kids like three hours a day right. because school is. Ridiculous. I mean, let's be honest here. Sometimes that drives us crazy. Yeah. All the kids in the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, just to keep a real picture here, sometimes that drives us crazy. But we also see the like value in it. And I think you do a good job of like every night it's like a different kid in there helping you. Yeah. Except for Caden. He doesn't like to help. He doesn't give a crap. He doesn't care about anything. cooking. Nope. Uh, Christy Bjornis. Ah. We knew. Uh, Speaking of back in the day. Back in the day, we knew the people she, well, not the people she's married to, but her husband and their family. Um, and, and her. And her. And she's babysat <laughs> for us before. <laughs> she said, what makes the two of you connect the best? I mean, not to sound like over the top, whatever. But we both individually really love Jesus. Uh-huh. And if, like, that wasn't the common yeah. sort of thing between us, it'd be a lot harder. We don't have that much in common. No, you don't. <laughs> you, we, we absolutely do not. It's funny because right? I'm, I'm, the only, I'm, the only, I'm the only person you ever dated that has not played sports. That did not play baseball. Um, it's okay. so weird. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, not not to make, like, light of it or be, like, yeah. dramatic about uh-huh. it. Honestly. Right. If it wasn't for both of us individually loving Jesus and wanting, like, something to matter in our life bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, we don't have yeah. a thousand things in common. We love scandal. <laughs> we love... You hate scandal. <laughs> I, I don't like Shonda. Yeah. Shonda's the writer. <laughs> I know. Who also wrote Grey's Anatomy. Yes, and everything about well. everything she writes is about uh-huh. the love triangle mm-hmm. and Nick Steamy and all that crap. I was Tasha and I were talking about it today. She's coming she'll be on the show in a couple weeks. Talking about Shonda? No. I told her how much you hate Scandal. Though. I hate it. I we watch absolutely it and you're hate like, it. I'm done with it. I'm, every episode. I watch an episode, I say I'm never gonna with watch me, it. Again. You watch it and, and then, then you're the like, following I'm done with week it. I'm like, okay, I'll give one I know. More. I know. Um someone asked here Montana Moxie. Which I love these Instagram names. Montana Moxie said, um, what was our first date and how did we meet? Let's keep it short. This could go on for a long time. But how did we meet and what was our first date? This goes along with my friend Jessica Thompson is on Twitter and she sent me a message and she said she wanted to hear his side, her side to how okay. you met. Yeah. Um, and Jessica was just on the show. She's one of my favorite guests. Have you listened to her at all? I Jessica Thompson? I binged on it. I loved every You're so second dumb. of it. Go back and listen to her. She's one of my favorite guests. Anyhow. Okay. We met. At church. There, well, there's going to be two different stories. So I'll tell mine and then you tell yours. Well, okay. No? No, that's great. I mean, it's not my podcast. Let's not keep people all night. Okay. It's your podcast. You tell <laughs> us what up. to do. We met at church. And you met me first. <laughs> tell your side. Okay. I'll tell my side. I worked at a church. If you can't tell, we both like to tell each other what to do. Big time. Okay, go ahead. Um, I worked at a church, and I knew your mom, your dad, and your younger brother. You were off to college, Dallas Baptist University, and your uh, mom. I don't tell people. I don't like to tell people I went to college. DBU. Those first few, three yeah. years. Um, and your mom kept coming up to me again and again and again because she knew I was single. And, and my brother Jordan honestly, was in your student ministry at the time. I was quite defined. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> single. Happy, student pastor, lo- love Jesus, really great guy, uh-huh. um, hardworking, yeah, attractive, funny, mm-hmm. all those qualities you have. 
Uh, so she kept coming to me. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got to meet my daughter. She's so amazing, right? But your mom at the time. Which is kind of bold of my mom. Your mom at the time also had sent me a couple emails that was like, hey, I noticed you used the word freaking in like a <laughs> newsletter to the students. That's probably not appropriate. And like several other things, right? So now I didn't my know mom your mom. would be happy if we Totally. I love, I love your mom. But at the time, I didn't know your mom. So I was like, okay, if your daughter is anything like you, uh, I don't know if that would be like the best fit. Because she you, was calling you out on saying freaking. I'm freaking, right. Yeah. Right. So me and your mom are great friends now. I love her. She's incredible, just in case she listens to this. <laughs> um, so I didn't pay any attention to it whatsoever, right? And then Christmas rolled around, and it was, you know, new people come to church, whatever, and I, I was in charge of welcoming people, and I noticed this super hot college girl that Uh-oh. walked into the church. Mm-hmm. And it was a smaller church, so anytime somebody new or super attractive comes oh, into the church, so nice. <laughs> you, you notice them, right? <laughs> and I immediately noticed you. And, and wanted to, like, meet you, right? Uh-huh. And sit next to you and whatever, whatever. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold your hand. <laughs> and, uh, and then immediately your mom came up. And I was like, oh, my gosh, here she comes again, right? She's going to tell me about her daughter. And she's like, you Which have that's to. that's really bold of my mom. Right. She's like, you have to meet my daughter. I'm like, I got it. And I was like, I was trying to, like, push her away so I could, like, check, check you out coming in the foyer and stuff. <laughs> And I didn't love Jesus, so I probably was looking. It all was hood very, rat. very short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, short and low. Everything was short and low. Oh and yes, lots of skin. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I didn't listen to your mom at all, and then finally I figured like your mom was like, "This is this is my daughter. She's from from out of town. We'd like to meet her." And I realized it was you. That's how we first met. That's how we first met. Which I don't remember that, but you don't remember that? No. I, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I asked you out that day. We got married the next day. That's and so dumb. You actually asked me out and I said no. You said no for a very long time. You, you asked me out and I said no because I just started dating someone else. And then a year, fast forward a year, and you asked me out again and I said yes. Well, I mean, in that year, a lot, I mean, a yeah. lot happened. I Remember was, we went on a ski trip? I was, we went on a ski trip. We went on a ski trip uh-huh. and had and a blast. Had a blast. And I didn't know that you had a serious boyfriend. I had a really serious boyfriend But I home. didn't know. And you should have told me. In hindsight, I'm oh. telling you, you should have told me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So we're like skiing. We're getting lost in the woods. It sounds like I was scandalous. You were scandalous. I was not. You totally were. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I remember. Hold on. Remember ski trip, uh-huh. right? And then we get home from the ski trip. Yeah. And you're like, I had a blast. It was so good getting to know you. Uh-huh. Can't wait to see you again. And then I, I watched dun, dun, dun. you with my elbows on the glass, you know, <laughs> looking out. Of the Greyhound. Of the Greyhound. And you got out and gave your bags to this really big, strong, muscular baseball player guy. I and hugged know. him. And then waved at me as we drove, drove off. Yeah. And, and I figured out that that was your fiancé. And it broke We weren't heart. engaged yet. But I did get engaged to this guy. And then... Um, but I was just starting to, like, follow Jesus for the first time ever that spring. Like, January, we went to, I mean, crazy. We went to Passion together. I rode up in your car. Me, you, and another girl. And I had a boyfriend. But I, for some reason, God you only knows. You left that out also. Yeah, I trip. went to Passion, mm-hmm. you know. And God really just kind of opened my eyes up to so much. I grew up in the church my whole life, but I wasn't following Jesus. And so that year, a lot changed in my life. Yeah. And that summer, I broke off the engagement with this guy because I was just, long story. And but, then we started dating. And then in that December, we started dating. And we were married like a year and a half later. Yep. Oh, that's all right. I wouldn't change much about what you said. No. That's pretty. His side, her side. On, yeah. Where'd we go on our first date? 
Chewy's in Houston, Texas. We did. True story. Okay, Aaron. Yep. I um. Am I doing well? Like pretty good so far. You're a great guest. You really are. I love having you on. I think that you'll have to come on more often. Like maybe I'm, I'm once a quarter. I'm fine with being like a weekly. Oh, a weekly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, once a quarter. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about this article real quick and then get your mind thinking. But I know you can't do two things at once because I'm married to you. But eventually, I'm gonna ask you what are your three favorite things that you're loving right now. Okay. It could be anything from toothpaste to a song to a new pair of jeans okay. or whatever. So I found this article on Huffington Post. It's called 10 Habits of Happy Couples. Okay. Okay, don't look at it. I want to know if we do any of these 10 things. Okay. Because we're pretty happy. I think we're incredibly happy. I think we're really happy as a couple. So here we go. Um, number one, they go to bed at the same time. How well do we do that? I would say... I mean, we definitely try to. Mm-hmm. It depends on the season. It depends on the season. I was going like to say, this, this season? This week, zero. Right. And last week, zero. That's not optimum. We don't no. like that. Mm-mm. But I would, I mean, I can't remember the last time that we... Did or did I? That we did. Oh, we did last night. Went to bed at the same time. <laughs> Was I there? <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, I think you're right. In this season, you're out a lot at night. Because yeah. what you do well that I appreciate and that your job allows you is that a lot of times you come home between 4 and 5 and you're with us until 8 o'clock. And then in these busy, busy seasons, you might go I back to work. meeting stuff at night. Yeah. 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 Um, but I would because say in a would regular rather, season, I would rather plan it at night after the kids go to bed than come home at six, than miss dinner and yeah. time. And I'm not cooking, so there you go. And you're a slave driver, so you make me come home. Yeah, and cook, <laughs> cook dinner. Um, I would say a lot of times though we do. Like if we're both, if we're at home, we go to bed oh at gosh. the same time. It's the best. Yeah, when that happens. Yeah. Um, number two, and we already talked about this a little bit, and this is going to make us sound like we're not. We don't do this. They find common interest. But we do. But I think we no, do. We totally That's what I'm do. saying. Yeah. Okay, what are our common interests? Eating out. We like good food. We love good food. We love traveling. We love traveling. Um, we like TV shows. Does that count? Scandal. Doesn't yeah, count. That's not one we both love. What, we, what shows do we both love that we've watched? Walking Dead. Walking Dead, yes. Homeland. Homeland. Um, that's just recent. Um, Parenthood. We both we, did that. We cry on the couch yeah. after every episode. Yeah. No, but this is this is actually true though. We do find common interest yeah. and we like we do that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You like to go to baseball games with me? I would rather watch grass grow <laughs> than watch a little league baseball game. Which we do a lot of that these days, and I love it. I have a new job now at the baseball games. Did you see on Saturday I got a new job? Jamie, you didn't get that job. You like I asked for it. No, you didn't ask for it. You told them that that was your new job. <laughs> so my new job is the scorebook and not just like <laughs> tallying points, but I have the big flip thing where I like tally every hit, every pitch, everything. I love it. Okay. Number three, they touch. We do touch. Well, your love language is physical touch. One of my love languages is physical, t- physical yeah. touch, which is, yeah. I would say not as common for women. Yeah. I think that's yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love, like, I told you before, if, like, we're in a big group of people, I love it, and you come behind me and put your hand on the small of my back. It does so much for me. Right. That's weird. I have my hand on the small of your back right now. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Hello. This just got awkward on the podcast. Sorry, everybody that's listening. Number four, they don't pointlessly nag. Oh, my gosh. That's 100% true about us. It says happy couples emphasize the positive things that their partner does. Yep. 
It means that if something's bothering you, have a real conversation about it. Nitpicking, nagging, and criticizing are not way to someone's heart. Nobody wants that. No. And we noticed that early on when we were around. We we learned it from being around other young married couples that were, you know, the same sort of season we were in. And we would get home, we'd be like, God, he really tore her down Mm -hmm. in public. Or, man, she just like. Yeah. Reamed him the entire mm-hmm. time and how uncomfortable that was for yeah. everybody in yeah. that room. And so I think just kind of from the beginning, we decided like, hey, yeah. we're going to talk about this stuff, but let's not belittle each other yeah. in front and of I other think, people. I think I decided early on that I didn't want to be that wife either. Because no, nobody wants that wife. But here's the deal too that I think that we need to talk about here for just a split second is that if... If I put you down in public, and I'm kind of a sarcastic, we've had this scenario play out. I'm kind of a, both of us, sarcastic, funny person. I might say something to get a laugh, but it's at your expense. Mm-hmm. And, and later, it doesn't, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. And later, when you tell me that, I need to have the humility and the graciousness that even if I'm like, dude, I was just joking, get over it. Like that yeah. may be my initial response. But you have the humility to say, okay, well, if okay, that, that hurt uh, him, that upset you. I'm sorry. Then I should not do do that that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think our first reaction as humans is to be like, get over it. That's stupid. I was just joking. But that just, it just builds a wall up. And so I think we've done a good job of that. But we've learned that the hard way. Uh, Number five, they embrace affection, continue to to kiss each other hello and say, I love you. We do that. We do that. For sure. Our kids ask us tonight over dinner, what's the longest amount of time we've ever kissed for. <laughs> Remember I told Deacon eight minutes? Yeah. And they were like, what? What? Which I don't think I kissed anyone. Well, I only want to kiss you. But Wait, I so you... <laughs> I don't think I could you, kiss You almost said, I don't think I could kiss anyone. You're thinking about George W. again. Oh, gosh. Okay, number six. They maintain <laughs> the intimacy. We're just going to like squeeze yep. over this. Nobody needs to talk about Check this. mark. Okay, number seven. They go out together. We talk once about date week. nights. Yep, once a week. Yeah, it's essential. Um... And I think, I mean, I get it. I get, we get it. We have four kids. We get the, how do you, I'm so tired at the end of the day, especially a mom that's at home with her kids all day. Oh yeah. And a dad that like has been working all day. Both of you are equally tired. And the last thing you want to do is like get ready, then go out. Totally. And sometimes even on our date nights, we look at each other and we think for a moment. Should we stay? Should we stay home? But then we're it's like, always worth no. it we go. Yeah. We're going to go. Yeah. Uh, number eight, they genuinely enjoy each other's company. True, 100%. Number nine, they break routines. Hmm. That's a good one. I mean, we're sitting in the backyard right now. Recording a podcast. With a silver microphone and my hand on the small of your back. Shut up. (laughs) It is not. This is so inappropriate. Number 10. This is not like Love Lines with Delilah. Um, Oh, my gosh. I used to listen to that. Who didn't listen to Love Lines? I used to listen to it with my parents. Like, they were in bed and I had my headphones out. You know, like the big headphones? Yes. And you had to dial in the thing. Well, my parents wouldn't let me listen to, like, any no, Love Lines was Dr. Stuff. Drew, right? Dr. Dr. Dre yeah. or Drew? <laughs> Dr. Dre, but Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. So listen, I stole a <laughs> pair of Walkman headphones from my friend in high school, New Caney High School. So you could listen to Dr. Drew? So I could Drew? listen to Dr. Drew, yeah. And I would lay in my waterbed at night. Which is weird that you had a waterbed. I had a freaking queen-sized waterbed. And I would just lay there floating. Okay, that sounds so weird. <laughs> listening to Love Lines. You sound like a creeper. I mean, I... If someone I told think me, I, I think my neighbor lays in bed and, and moves around on his waterbed. Well, I, I wasn't Drew. moving around. The waterbed was moving around. Okay. Number nine. <laughs> okay. Number 10, the last one. Um, they put their phones away. 
Mm. <laughs> what were you saying? I was just texting yeah, Bush. Exactly. Hold on. What? <laughs> they put their phones away. That's true. I think it's a hard but one. It is a very, very hard one. And honestly, we're not great about that. I would say this would be our number one struggle. Yep. Because we're both we're both very busy mm-hmm. and we got nothing to say, huh? Yeah, we kind of mm. suck at that. We need to fix that. Yeah, we need to fix that. Okay, the last the last little thing, and then I'm gonna get your three favorite things. I found this other article. It said oh five God. things long lasting couples do differently. Okay, so if we're gonna make it to the end, honey, we better do we need what to do these. Number one, travel together. Says. Travel together. Done. So can you talk to like? I meet so many people all the time that they say they have never been on a vacation without their kids. With just their spouse. Just their spouse. Yeah. I don't think that's okay. Like I am actually adamant on the fact that even when you have younger kids, you should be striving to have like some sort of rhythm of going on a trip with your spouse consistently. Yeah. No question. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like an overnight trip to some, you know, maybe the downtown of the city that's yeah. near you. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like, hey, Holiday we're going. Holiday Express It doesn't is have awesome. to be we're going to the Bahamas. Right. But just to show like your spouse, like, hey, you're important enough mm-hmm. for me to say everything else is going to wait. Yeah. And we're going to go, we're going to go somewhere just and for one night. to show your kids. To show your kids like, yeah. hey, your mom is more important than you. That's dang right that she is. It's 100% right. Yeah. Because these little jokers are going to be gone in a few years. It's just me and you, baby. All I got left is you, girl. Mm -hmm. Number two is laugh together. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Mm -hmm. Um, We laugh together. We do. Uh, Number three, go on dates. I think we have beat this horse to death. Go on dates together. Number four, work towards a goal together. Hmm. You got anything for that one? Work towards a goal together. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think about that. Oh, okay. I don't think that we've ever said, um, hey, here's our goal for the next year. Okay. But I, what I do think that we've done without Which even thinking about it. a lot of people do it, that, and that's great. It's awesome. Yeah. But I, I think that what we've done without thinking about it is to have some sort of big, like, thing that our family is, like, aimed at. Okay. So, you know, early on, it was, like, Haiti. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, hey, one of our goals is to adopt. Mm-hmm. That was just something that our family became really passionate about. And yeah. We changed everything around that, you know, mm-hmm. or moving into the neighborhood that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So we live in East Austin, yeah. kind of an underprivileged neighborhood mm-hmm. in Austin. That wasn't a goal. Yeah, I see what you're but saying. But you and I said, let's let's go that direction. Yeah. yeah. And we did. And so our whole family bent around that. So yeah. I think the... You know, the blog or whatever you got that from. That was the point Hipster, of it. Hipsterblog.org. Is for us to do, is something, is right. to do something together. That our whole life, though, mm-hmm. because we care about people and ministry yeah. and the world and our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. It's that's just right. working towards a shared goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fifth thing. This is so easy. This is kind of lame. These are really easy things. The fifth thing is to hold hands always. Oh. You like holding my hand? Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. Okay, Erin, what are three things you're loving these days? That's my new thing that I'm asking guests on the show is I want to know the three things they're loving. It could be anything. A new song, um, a new beard oil scent, a new hat, a new recipe, a new anything. What are three things? Like, 
I want it to be mm-hmm. like I tell the people coming on the show. What are the three things? Like, what do you want to tell your girlfriends about? So, what do you want to tell your boyfriends? Y'all call each other. Well, that? We don't call each other boyfriends. Okay. What do you want to tell your friends about? If I like had a text group and like called it boy, if I had a text group and called it boyfriends, <laughs> to my girlfriends, that's what I got. Okay. No, what are your three no, no, things? No, 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 no. Number one, uh, helm boots. Oh yeah, you love your helm boots. I love my helm boots. Okay. H e l m. Uh huh. It's a local Austin company. Um, all the boots are made here in the uh, good old U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. They are made of like 100% leather. They're super comfortable. They're incredible. They look awesome. They feel incredible. Mm-hmm. Helm boots, number one. I have two pair. Okay. Because I can know you somebody only that, get them in Austin? I know somebody that works there. You can get them so online. They kind of hook, hook me up. Oh, you can get them online. Yeah. Okay. And aren't they supposed to last forever? It's they like last. An, it's like an investment. It's an investment. It is a little bit of an investment. They last up to twenty five years. Wow. Okay. So, all right. But number, you have to get them resold. Yeah. All that kind of crap. Whatever. All right. Number one, helm boots. Helm number boots. Two. Number two, the new record by Butch Walker. Who? Excuse me. <laughs> this is another thing about us is that we do not listen to the same music. Like, but when you when you talk about something that I'm loving, uh-huh. like this record. Butch Walker. Butch Walker. Okay. Like I've never even heard. Is that a person or a band? It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Okay. It, it's it's literally one of my favorite records of all time. So when you say so, is it a new album? It's a new album. Okay. Yes. I feel like I'm explaining to my dad like what a VCR is. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't know music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Butch Walker, Afraid of Ghosts, is okay. the name of the record. Okay. It's unbelievable what would you relate to someone that i might know remember when you took me to that coldplay concert yes and i asked you if they're in a play um vertigo <laughs> and i was like uh you mean vertigo by u2 no they're probably not gonna play a u2 song here jamie oh i'm the worst um, oh concert God. friend ever what tickets did our friends brad noel buy for us for the fall damien rice no and- uh-uh ryan, yeah. ryan adams no damien rice I thought they bought us Brian Adams. Or no, Brian. we bought Ryan Adams, but we couldn't go because of... Oh, was that just recently? Yeah. Oh, everyone went to that show we were supposed to go? Yeah, but you didn't know him anyway. I don't even know who that no, is. No, Damien Rice, though, is the other... Like, seriously, top three artists of all time ever. And that's where we're going Damien Rice, we're going. I cannot wait. And I you don't, could I don't not give know. one crap about anything that he does. Um, so, but... Which, what's it? Which, which, I'd actually rather you just try. Just keep Bushwhacker. Going. Bushwhacker. What's his name? <laughs> it's Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker? That's his name? That's awful. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his God given. No, what's the yeah. name of the Bushwhacker. artist? Bushwhacker. Yeah, that's it. Say it. Bushwhacker. Say it. <laughs> Butch Walker. Butch Walker. Who would you, who would you say he's like? If Jesus were... No, for real. Give me someone that I might know. I don't know, Jamie. Okay. Like Dirks Bentley? No. Reba? No. Dirks and Dunn? Uh, George Strait? Okay, nope. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, your number three. My number three. <clears throat> um, a new documentary on Netflix oh, called I was wondering if you're gonna say Chef's this. Table. Yeah. Which again, I fall asleep too. We have no common interest. I I don't even know any of these things you're nope. talking about. Okay, Chef's Table. Tell everyone about it because you love it. You're actually right. You don't give a crap about Helm Boots mm-hmm. or Bushwhacker mm-hmm. or 
Butch Walker. Oh. Uh huh. Chef's Table. Uh huh. I know. God, but I love you so much. I know. So, Chef's Table, you've been watching it every night. And the small of your back. Goodness. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is a podcast. I apologize to everybody. You're going to have to put the uh, little e, It's going to have to turn the E. e yeah, the it's no longer clean. <laughs> if this is your first time, I promise I you this apologize. is the only male guest I will ever have. Once he might come back again, but usually it's if just If anybody's ladies. still listening, they could have quit by now. If anyone's still listening, yeah. If you're still listening, thank you. Okay. All right, Chef's Table, real yeah. quick. Seriously, like... Um, one of my favorite, I know I'm, I always talk in superlatives. Yeah. Like your favorite, everything. Favorite ever, best ever, all time greatest. Uh, it's a documentary on Netflix about chefs and each episode, an hour episode is about one of the best chefs in the world. So right now there's six episodes on there. So it's six different chefs that are all amazing. And it talks about their life and their story and how their food is amazing and what made them them. And it's all about, it's all about art creativity what makes an artist really great it's it's incredible but it's not like just like the one i saw you watching last night it's not just like a chef in downtown austin he was in like patagonia all over the world all over the world so it might be some like super hype chef in new york city but it also might be the best chef who knows patagonian cooking Uh you know in yeah some grass hut and whatever. Yeah, which I thought Patagonia was just an apparel company. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You actually did, didn't you? I did. I didn't know that it you was You thought it was a, like uh I didn't like, know it was uh, a Nike. country. <laughs> oh, there's a country called Nike? <laughs> okay, I went to college. Um, Barely. Okay, I love your three things. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed I can tell that those are three things you love. Because I, honestly, all three of those things I Kind I know. Of use all, every day. Yeah. Okay. So today's my birthday. Back to that. Where are you taking me tonight? We are going to Buffalina, the best restaurant in Austin. <laughs> Superlative. It really is like. It's one of the best. No, pizza seriously, places. Top. Yeah. It's a great pizza place. It's. Is it number one? What no, are you seriously, saying? the best pizza place in Austin. Like who says? Me. Oh, okay. You say. Okay. I thought no, you meant. It was I mean, like me, a... and it's a doctoral fact. Okay. It's, like, every, it's on the list. It's, it's on list. Everybody's okay. list. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows anything. I've only been there once. So it's a true Neapolitan style pizza, which means the crust is very thin. Mm. But then, you can eat a lot of it. Yeah, but the edge of it is kind of like squishy and gummy. And okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the way you know Neapolitan pizza actually is if the crust has like leopard spots. Did right? you learn that on Chef's Table? I sure did. <laughs> no, you and did Bushwhacker, it. he has a song about it. <laughs> so you look at it and like there's like round, charred, burnt spots all around it. That's how you know. Whatever. Okay. But it's amazing. And the restaurant um, is a really cool vibe. And the kitchen's right in the middle. So we have a table for six tonight. What'd you get me for my gift? That's uh, another thing about us. We don't do gifts very much. I got we do you... birthday gifts, right? 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 <laughs> um, two things. I got you a table for six at Buffalina. Okay. And a guest appearance on your podcast. Oh, you're so sweet. We actually don't do gifts for Christmas, though. No. We've never done Christmas gifts. Mm-mm. It started out because we didn't have any money. And then we realized and that then Baby we have Jesus four kids, is the greatest gift of and all. And Baby Jesus is the greatest <laughs> gift of all. Uh, um, Aaron, we are officially at an hour. You said... I- Here's the deal. Before we came out here, you were like, ugh. No, I was. I was like, kill me now. Yeah, you didn't want to be on my show and you loved I, it's not it. I didn't want to be on your show. I was just afraid. I was, was scared. It was fun, wasn't it? 
It was awesome. I actually wish that I could do every single happy hour in person like this. Yeah. And I actually had a glass of wine this whole time. Mm-hmm. And so that's the happy hour. But I really do wish I could do everyone With in me. person. Yeah. yeah. So today is my birthday episode for me. And on the 9th is actually the happy hour birthday. That's which we cool. should celebrate again. Hmm. But then we'll celebrate the next day Mother's Day. So oh, we have a lot. a lot of Jamie celebrations hmm. this week. <laughs> Just like every week. <laughs> it was fun talking. Love you. I'm going to take my hand off the small of your back now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. You're not even close to the small of my I back. Know, I know. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening to the happy hour. This has been super fun because I have been here with my man, and that's been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for listening. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, it's super easy. Just head over to iTunes and type in happy hour with Jamie Ivy. Hit subscribe, and then every episode shows up in your well, however you listen to podcasts, your iPhone or your Android, whatever it is. And usually it's just me and a girlfriend. Today was my husband. I want to say thank you to someone who left a comment over on iTunes, Cher Sutherland. She said, I discovered Jamie because I'm a big Jen hat maker and Austin fan. Me too. I intended to only listen to Jen in episode number two, but I got so hooked. I've listened to them all. Okay. I confess some more than once. Her guests are inspiring, endearing, and normal. And Jamie is an amazing host, witty and articulate with a great sense of timing. Instead of happy hour, I wish it was happy two hours. That's so nice. Isn't that, Aaron? I wasn't listening. I was actually texting. Okay. Uh, I also want to (laughs) say thank you. I also want to say thank you to someone else that left a comment. Smurphy 3412 Smurphy. Smurphy. (laughs) It is. Smurphy. Okay. Smurphy 3412 said, I'm enjoying happy hour. Thanks to a sincere and authentic host with a variety of passionate and knowledgeable guests. I'm leaving a comment because of the episode featuring Becca and Maris, which highlighted foster care. Thank you. Such a powerful topic. This was a real conversation about something which can be glossed over, stigmatized, or ignored. Thank you for dialoguing truthfully. I volunteer with CASA and see how critical phenomenal foster families are. So thankful for your raising awareness and sharing so openly. That was a really great episode with Beck and Mary. I actually both, heard that one. Yeah, they're both it's foster really, moms really good. and bring a lot to the table. So if you're interested yes. in adoption or foster care, that's a great it's one really to listen good. to. Guys, th- thanks for listening. Today's my happy birthday issue <laughs> episode. So thanks for listening. Um, coming up soon, like I said, Shauna Nequitz, Tasha Morrison, Winter Pence, Melanie Dale. Lots of amazing women are joining me to talk about some great conversations. So thanks for listening. I love it. All of you that tell me that you tell your friends about it. It's such a joy because it is just fun to be on the happy hour with you guys yeah. and bring you great guests. So thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, you are listening to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey. I am Jamie and I'm your host and I'm so glad that you're here. If you like what you're listening to today, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We bring you new shows every Wednesday and Fridays and an amazing guest always joins me to chat about the big things in life, the little things in life and everything in between. Subscribe today to The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey on your podcast player so you never miss an episode.